Welcome everyone to another edition of Curveballs and Chair Shots. This is the recap, the not-so-instant analysis of Survivor Series. We are on the road going back to the Bay Area. Driving is my lovely co-host Dominic. How are you doing today? Well, I was wonderful until about five minutes ago. Why? What happened? What happened? I don't know. You know, I we're, dr we're driving down, five, well, driving up five, and the, you know, the studio audience mentioned cows. I thought we were passing by Cowshoots again. I put my window down. She freaked out. I put it back up. And she smacked me in the arm. And I have welts everywhere on my arm. I am welting up. You're very sensitive. No, I don't. I you're, love you. I'm you're sorry. a very sensitive person, Dominic. On the inside and the outside. Thank you. Ow! She pulled the hair, too, people. So we will be talking about Survivor Series. Uh, Dominic, would you like to talk about the the build-up to Survivor Series? Not in terms of the WWE product, but our build-up to Survivor Series. Uh, no. No? Just WWE. So, we talked up a big game saying we were going to drink a little bit, and we did. I, so. I, I like I like how I said just WWE, and you already talked about our pregame, so. Yeah. I'm not going to go super in-depth. I'm just saying that um, I had to leave by myself to go to the Staples no. Center while you and the studio audience... I stayed behind so you guys can get ready, and I got there. I did not watch the – I listened to the tag team tag team match. The Usos were the sole survivors. Good for them. And then I sit down, all by my lonesome, and the ma the show starts, and you guys were not anywhere to be seen. Oh, and, and what's the bad point? You hate us when we – you know – you make it sound like it's a bad thing because you don't like it when we're there because then you have to explain a lot of stuff to some... I'm not going to make excuses. I don't watch most of the product. I try my best, but, you know, I'm a busy, working, hard-working man. And, you know, I, I miss Raw and SmackDown sometimes. And, you know, I sometimes most of the time. ask stupid questions like, hey, what's this going on? What's going on here? And you're like, oh, my God, you're going to start watching the product. So let's be honest here. You were happy that we weren't there for the beginning of the match, for the beginning of the show. Well... The first match for Survivor Series was the women's tag team match. And Dominic, bless his heart, this entire weekend has been working on his floss technique. And he was ready for that. <laughs> he was ready for that dance break. He was practicing the entire weekend for that five seconds of glory. Yep. And unfortunately, him and the studio audience did not make it to Staples Center in time to participate in the dance break. Yep. Dominic, how are you feeling about that? Disappointed. Um... Heartbroken, and uh, just goes to show you that t at TLC, I'm gonna have to get my, I'm gonna have to capture my moment again. Hopefully, there will be a dance break during TLC. There better be. So let's get into the actual match. We have Raw versus SmackDown. They did not explain it clearly, at least to me, because they, I assume, well, I did watch the pre-show a little bit in the hotel, and there seemed to be some dissension between Ruby Riot and Natalia. So Alexa Bliss took it upon herself to kick them off, the, uh, kick them off the team, and then Bailey and Sasha Banks took their place. So the uh, that was what happened on Raw. We debated on who would be the fifth member for. Team SmackDown, since Charlotte had to take Becky Lynch's place, and it ended up being Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose was very popular in our section. One guy was in love with Mandy, and some other people, like myself, started professing their love for her, and we were the Mandy Rose appreciation section. I still think someone else should have been there, not Mandy Rose. We thought Nikki Cross was a for-sure lock. Yep. Nikki Cross was on NXT the day before. Maybe that was going to be her last NXT match, so then she... Has her shiny moment, but no. Eh. Maybe, maybe that's a good thing. She didn't have. She didn't have to take a loss. She already lost to Becky, having her take another her first two matches on TV. She loses. Maybe it's a good thing. Well, I. I um. <coughs> damn it. You I'm a, so sorry. You have a mute button, Dominic. I'm sorry. I was trying to talk and swallow at the same time. Kids, remember, don't do that. Swallow first. Um. I still don't think Mandy should have been there. I think it should have been maybe Lana. You know, I think Lana could have eaten a pin a lot. I mean, let's be honest. Mandy Rose is a lot of, I'm not going to say a higher caliber super, uh, superstar. I'm just saying. I think she has the ability to be better than Lana. I think right now they're probably about the same. Maybe Mandy's a little better than Lana. But 
Mandy has more potential than Lana. That's why I think Lana should have been the fifth member and could have just eaten the pin real quick and would have been done. So, Nia Jax was the sole survivor. Did and she get booed out the building? Uh, yes, I was just about to talk about that before oh. you cut me off. Sorry, you know, I wasn't there. Yes, Nia Jax was the sole survivor for Team Raw, and she had a mega heat with this crowd who loved Becky Lynch, wanted to see Becky. Becky did not make an appearance on the show. Very angry about that, but the crowd just hated Nia. And I don't know if I would say it was, like, the wrong type of heat. I it just I didn't feel like they hated her. They were just booing her because she she's the reason Becky's not on the show. Yeah. And maybe we were thinking they would punish her for what she did to Becky. Nope. I said this might be just a good thing for Becky. Obviously, you don't want to get a concussion or get any type of injury. But with her being out, Becky cannot have to eat the pinfall on this show. She can go and face Ronda at WrestleMania. Much bigger deal. And it looks like they're going to capitalize on this with Nia Jax at least and give her a, uh, a probably a push because she has so much heat at the moment. I mean... But what are you going to do with Heat when your champion is Ronda Rousey and she's undefeated? We will get into Ronda Rousey later. Very interesting. One of my big takeaways, to be honest, with this show was the crowd. I cannot, usually I can get a gauge on the crowd. You know, WrestleMania, I know it's going to be a super smart crowd. NXT, Dominic, did you feel like the NXT crowd was com like almost completely different than the Survivor Series crowd? Because I felt that way. They're 100% different. Two different spectrums of of the field, I guess that would be the easiest way to say. I felt like NXT, um, there were some jokesters, yet most of the time it was, you know, either like the Gargano, Alistair Black match. It, majority was Alistair, but you still had the Johnny, you know, the Johnny Gargano fans. Um, you know, but, you know, for Velveteen Dream, everyone was with him. For the... Um, Actually, I, mean, I take that I take that back. That's the only match everybody's with Velveteen. But that's that's kind of the case now with a lot of wrestling these days, especially the indie scene. There's heels are so you know there's great heels, there's great faces. So at this point, it's just kind of cheer for who you want. And I'm a proponent of healing, heels and baby faces. That's why when it came down to the like the matches, the the great matches at the end. I mean, basically all the matches, really. I like basically everybody that's on the card. So when it comes down to it, I'm gonna cheer the baby face because that's what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. That's what the heel wants you to do is to boo him because that means he's doing his job well. And do you think this is a proponent of just NXT compared to WWE because maybe they have more respect for NXT people and more invested? And with WWE, it's kind of like, oh, the circus is in town. Yes, it's a pay per view. There's a lot of people traveling from all over the place to see this show, but. I, I don't know. Like, this crowd just really perplexed me of how they we can get into a deeper on other matches, but what they do with Ronda, well, I mean, Brock, I mean, but just Lesnar, look at it this everything. way. Look at it this way. What type of build did we have? What type of champions did we have? You know what I mean? It's, you know, AJ versus Brock. Everybody would have been AJ. Yes. But you have a heelish Daniel Bryan and Brock. So we want to cheer for Daniel Bryan, which majority of us did. But Brock Lesnar is a massive star. Exactly. You know, uh, Charlotte versus Ronda. Everybody wanted Becky, so everybody was kind of already saying, fuck this match. Granted, you know, we'll get into it later, but with Charlotte, the outcome of that match, everybody was excited for it. Um, you know, the only, the only match to me that made sense was Seth versus Shinsuke. Seth being the face, Shinsuke being the heel. And I think this is kind of what, what WWE gets because they do this whole SmackDown versus Raw thing. Crown Jewel, they only had two weeks to build Survivor Series. And thank God it was only two weeks because I don't like the, oh, brand supremacy, all bullshit. Yeah. And it's just, especially with like a lot of these matches, they was, they're, just, they're just there to have a match. It's not a blood feud. It's yeah. nothing really. It's like the only build build it up match really was the cruiserweight match and god bless them they worked really hard but nobody really n cared or knew about these people i mean they cared after, after well they cared about the wrestling they didn't yeah. care about the characters yeah so let's move on to the next match and that would be shinsuke yes it would be shinsuke we have seth rollins versus shinsuke nakamura and Seth Rollins gets the victory in 22 minutes. 
I thought it was a really good match. I was kind of looking around, and I think being there live might have helped it a little bit more than watching it on TV. It was a little slow to begin with. I think it really picked up at the end. I thought it was a good finishing sequence. Yeah. You know, being there live compared to being in the TV, it's always going to be better being there live. And it's fun seeing Seth versus Shinsuke first time ever. Shinsuke, we've had our problems with him. He's We have high expectations every single time, and then he just doesn't deliver. But I thought... I thought it was a good match. I really liked it. I'm not going to say he let me down. I'm just saying that, you know, it, to me, it's hard to really enjoy a Shinsuke match now. Because you go in it thinking, like, it's just another Shinsuke match. is going to – I'm not – Yeah, I think it's like – especially for me, I've seen New Japan Shinsuke. I know how great he can be. He came in super hot with the Sami Zayn match. That was amazing. And then just everything has – kind of gone downhill from here. The NXT stuff was really good, and then even the AJ matches he had were all right to, yeah. you know, decent. And then this match was kind of the same, just good hard-hitting actions. Probably the best you're going to get at Shinsuke in WWE at the moment. Do you think he's complacent? Comp- uh, Did I say compl- that word right? Com- complacent. Complacent, sorry. Uh, probably. he He's getting maybe more money than he's ever had. I don't know what the exact numbers are. He doesn't he's not a top guy. He's just a US title guy. This is his second match on the card. Does he need to go out there and steal the show? Does he want to? He's getting up there in age. He doesn't want to hurt himself. Maybe he's saving himself to go over back to New Japan. I think we've he does he has had the reputation when he was in New Japan for on the non big shows, on the house shows, doing all those tag team matches. He would yeah. kinda take the night off, go through the motions, so it's not like this should be a surprise to a lot of people. I mean I I mean I thought like I said the the match for me was good. Um like you said, slow slow start they built up and you know, it uh it to me was a you know, what what would you give it? I'd probably give it like a three three star. Three stars. I th- I think three stars is fair. I'd probably go maybe a little bit higher, maybe a quarter. Mm-hmm. I don't think a half because I think when you go three and a half, that's like a good solid match to you know almost really good match. I don't know if it, I would, didn't say I would. I wouldn't say it was that good, but I think Seth was really working hard. I thought the finishing sequence was great. Yeah. But maybe it was just a tad bit too long if you just took out kind of the stalling and a little bit of the early back and forth action. Maybe it could have been a little better, but yeah. I thought overall. It was good. I, it was good. The, the show was building, you know, in a a nice way. They had the the tag team match. Maybe I think definitely the the crowd enjoyed the tag team match more than the TV the TV people would have just because it was fun chanting back and forth, going yeah. for Mandy, booing the hell out of Nia, and it's you know first match for a lot of people. You you sit down, you want to have a good time, and I think any opening match is really gonna be a better than what it really is. Yeah. Uh, so we have we go backstage and we have the men's locker room. They're the Raw teams trying to hype each other up. Kind of Baron Corbin's telling everybody what the rules are, trying to get everyone hyped. Braun Strowman does Braun Strowman things, and then in the end, our Truth comes in and asks for him to join Team Raw. Ha, I, ha, ha. I wasn't there for that. Sorry. I'm pretty sure you were. I wasn't. This was after the Shinsuke Seth Rollins match. I thought that was that. I I thought it was SmackDown. He he did. Okay, if you remember, he first went to the Raw locker room. That was that. And we, we were there. I only saw the SmackDown one. I'm pretty sure. Sh- uh, you're lying. You probably went to the bathroom or something. I, 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 excuse me? I think you, remember you left to go, like, get a new drink because you asked for a Sprite, but you got sparkling water. Oh, yeah. Yes, I'm going off a report. I'm not going by memory. I actually have... My phone out. Hey, don't backsass me, all right, bro? Well, I remember. I was clear-headed during the show, Dominic. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. I had Coke, but it was Coca-Cola. And I had Sprite, and it was Sprite. Anyways, get back to it, boy. Speaking of R-Truth, R-Truth was the only wrestler that I saw at the hotel. The studio audience and Dominic were in the cafe, and we left, and R-Truth was walking right next to us, and they did not see him at all, but I did. You know why? Because I don't recognize him as a wrestler. He's a human being. I don't mark out like some Sorry, we people saw, okay, we, on this podcast. We saw Ron Killings. Is that better? Yes, that's better. Okay. I saw Ron. I was like, what's up, Ron? And that's it. That's not what you said. You know, we could have been in the same elevator as him, but somebody had to be all awkward and ask. He wanted to take one of the luggage carts by himself oh. instead of asking a bellhop to do it. Bollocks. Shut up. 
Get on with the damn podcast. Why are you yelling? That's just more editing for me to do. God. So next up, we have the tag team versus tag team match. The bar versus the authors of pain. And this match is going to be remembered for two things. Enzo Amore crashing the show. I apologize. Talk about editing. I apologize if my voice might sound a little hoarse. Two straight days of a lot of yelling. I feel a lot better now, but I feel better talking through it, but back to the lecture at hand. Enzo was in a very bad disguise in a wig and a hoodie. Apparently he was like walking around the arena cutting promos on everyone. I didn't see that. Uh, Enzo, right when the match starts, he gets up and stands on the chair on the floor and was doing God knows what. He was on the other side of the arena from where we were, so we could see him, but we couldn't exactly see what he was talking about or doing. Uh, and this, I, and this, I heard that he was doing his his his, his, shtick. S, his yeah his, you his know shtick. you can't teach that how you doing thingy. And this was kind of the first time of many during this show where I disagreed with the crowd. They were all behind Enzo. They were chanting S A W F T soft. And then God bless that security lady who was apparently the same exact security lady who stopped Gronk from hopping the barricade at WrestleMania a few years back. Uh-huh. And she fucking tackled him. She needs to get signed to the LA Rams. She's amazing. And LAPD escort him out. And the idiots in the crowd are chanting let him back and chanting for Enzo. And th- this crowd, I don't know how you felt about this, but I was very disappointed in this crowd. Um, I hope, okay, I'm driving the vehicle. Please don't start strangling me when I say this, okay? Okay, Dominic, go, go ahead. If he paid for that ticket, I feel like they should have said, A, you can watch it, you stand up again, you're out. You know what I mean? I, I'm, I'm there if... If he did I, it once. If a fan, you're telling me if any random fan goes up and stands on a chair opposite the hard camera where they would, knowing they're going to be on TV if they do this, and trying to get the crowd riled up, you're telling me they'd give him a warning? I'm not saying, okay, okay, but I'm saying. Well, that cow shit right now. Uh, yeah, because we're near Cowshwitz. Second Any, time you dropped that. And, okay, can I get back to my point here? Okay, talk about Enzo. They could have put him in a random spot and said, "Look, you, if you want to stay and watch the show, be all be our guest. We, you know, but if you're not gonna fucking behave, get the fuck out." But I, that that that's my opinion. I don't mind if he wanted to stay and watch it and be a fan. He was not there to be a fan. He was I there know to, he was. He was there to get himself over. And I know he wasn't. And I know that's his way of trying to be like, "I'm fine. I'm gonna fucking be a rapper." But we all know he gonna spit a bar at the wrong person. He's gonna get slept, and then he's gonna be crawling back to WWE saying, "I'm sorry, can you let me back?" And they're gonna be like, "Nah, you're a rapist." I don't and, think he's yeah. coming back. Who comes back first, James Ellsworth or Enzo Amore? I don't know, because I would say uh, I would say Enzo. At least he got acquitted. The this whole thing with James. It looks like it's pretty true. Well, the Enzo thing looked, sounded pretty true. She had video evidence. She had, I don't know, she was doing a video, and I, I, I'm not gonna, not gonna cast judgment until the courts have settled it. But uh, my thoughts on Enzo is Enzo's a schmuck. He went there to get himself over. He got the ex- he got the response he wanted, and that just fuels his ego and feel fuels his, you know, desire to do stupid shit like this, and he's banned for the Staples Center. That doesn't mean he can go to whatever. They come to Anaheim. He go to Anaheim or New York. He can do shit there. And I was very disappointed in the crowd chanting for him and like feeding into him of getting distracted by the match. And yes, the match itself was not all that good. But we can, we can get into that. But the Enzo thing, that just really pissed me off. I mean, if, it was, if I was Enzo, I would have done it in the Cruiserweight thing. Well, he, I, I don't know if he decided to do it during this match because he was in the tag team division, but there was already rumors going around, and people saw him already in his uh, disguise on TV, so people knew Enzo was in the crowd already, so I don't know how much longer he could have waited until security a- escorted him out. If you think he didn't do, okay, if he didn't do anything, do you think they would have let him stay? Probably not. Really? Because if... Because word was already kind of going around that people saw Enzo in a shitty wig and a hoodie on TV. And if 
Twitter's going around and they're saying shit, WWE's going to pick up on that and they'll be like, hey, get this guy out of here. Because they know who he is. If he wasn't there to do anything stupid, he wouldn't. why would he be in disguise? He would just show up and just sit there and just... Yes, if he did just sit there as Enzo, he would cause a distraction, and then he would probably get escorted out. But okay. I, I don't know. Eh. I would have, I would have more of an issue. I'd be more on your side if he just sit, if he just sat there. Sat there, they started chanting, and he was like, "Hi, hi, hi, whatever." Uh huh. Did the Xbox thing, you know, a little suck it, but yes. Hmm. So back to the match itself. Was shit. There was piss. Oh, piss and what? Why? Because we discussed there was going to be some sort of shenanigans with Drake Maverick and the Big Show. And there was. Drake Maverick runs around the crowd. Big Show gives him a little shoulder tackle. Takes him by the throat. Puts him up on the ring apron. And he was holding him there for, for seems like, forever. And the he, he had some sort of gimmick in his pants to make him piss himself. And he barely did a little dribble. And the studio audience yelled very loudly, He has a boner! <laughs> and uh, luckily, there was not ki- there. There might have been a a kid behind me, but I didn't see a lot of kids kid. around us. Yeah. But uh, that was Vince McMahon must have been laughing his ass off backstage. But that was so stupid. Eh, well, you know, like I, like we discussed before, going on the air, if he would have straight up like pissed himself, like drank a couple, you know gallons of water before and just just uh, let I, th- it rip. I think just one gallon is, is fine Dominic. whatever just let it rip I mean Vince McMahon uh, a lot better. Vince McMahon did it 20 years ago when Stone Cold's gonna shoot him in the head why can't exactly. why can't Drake do it exactly I wonder if Drake got a firm talking to backstage he's like you couldn't just piss your pants on your own yeah come on I did it stupid yep but the match itself in the ring I said I had High expectations for it, and it definitely did not meet them. It did, Enzo did take away from it a little bit. I don't know if the wrestlers got distracted and got thrown off their game because the whole Enzo thing did last for a couple minutes, and they kind of had a stall and didn't want to do anything because they knew the crowd wasn't paying attention. But the match itself, uh, I, was, I was definitely disappointed in it. You think that puts, okay, I don't really care about the match anymore. Um, do you think this puts heat on Enzo and the next time Sheamus catches him in the streets and throw hands? Uh, if Sheamus want, if there's a World Star video of Sheamus, be, Sheamus being the fuck out of Enzo, I would I would not mind it. I'd watch it. Okay. Okay. All right. And AOP one, just to make just to be clear, pretty sure everybody thought that was gonna happen. But I I honestly thought Sheamus and Zara had a chance. But Ross swept the entire show except, yes. but apparently the pre-show doesn't count. So SmackDown SmackDown got one win on them. And you shake that by. It just shows you that SmackDown's tag team division is way better. Yes. Everything else about SmackDown sucks. Wow. Uh, so then this is the backstage segment you were talking about. The Miz was backstage yes. in the SmackDown locker room. They were all talking. Shane was like, okay, you know, we've gone off to a slow start. It's going to be up to us to get the ball rolling, and we're going to come back, and we're going to beat Raw. And they kind of go down the line and say everyone's rolling. And then R-Truth comes out at the very end and says, you know, I want to be on Team SmackDown. And Shane's like, you're already on SmackDown. And he said, whew, thank God, because Raw over there, it's a mess. Which got, got a chuckle. It, it, was, it was funny. I think R-True's act has been a lot better since he's been with Carmella. I think there's kind of the same stupid stuff he's been doing lately. Yeah. But it, it was fine for what it was. I, don't, he, I, didn't, I didn't hate it. Do, I, honest to God, I would love to see R-Truth with a title before he retires. I don't know how much longer he's going to be doing this for, but... What, he gets a fluke win over Shinsuke? I would take it. I don't, I don't need him with the world title. Just Intercontinental, United States, a tag title would be really nice. Give him something to... And we forget, he's to, like in his mid... He's he's practically as old as Shane McMahon, and yet he's one of the better wrestlers on the roster. Yeah, exactly. That's the problem. Uh, next up, we have the WWE Cruiserweight Championship match between Buddy Murphy and Mustafa Ali. They ran a very hefty video package... Probably because WWE realized nobody knew who these guys were. I knew I know who they were. I did not know the storyline, to be honest. But uh, they worked their ass off. 12 minutes, Buddy Murphy wins. And this match was pretty much a spot, fetch, spot fest, which is what it had to be to get the crowd invested. Yeah. I thought they worked hard, did a good job. Mustafa Ali got some big spots in. But then in the end, Buddy Murphy got the victory. Yeah, I mean, I, I, 
just like everyone else, start of the match, no one was really doing anything. By the end of the match, we're all cheering 205 Live. And I think that's uh, that's what makes the, sh you know, the show show great. Thank, is... thank God. You know, I appreciate that they put it on the main show and not the pre-show. Yeah. Because if you put it on the pre-show, you're not going to get the same enthusiasm. Yes, yeah. you're going to get the pops from the moves, but it wouldn't have been the same. And and my whole thing with it, though, is, you know, we, I know we're, we got the whole women's revolution and all that kind of stuff. My whole thing is, like, we're going to give 205 a chance to, to be something that it could be or that it is, but we just don't give it the time of day. I mean, we there's have... Just, there's just so much wrestling going on that 205... There's, there's NXT, there's all the WWE stuff that goes on, New Japan, ROH, everything else. 205 Live just seems like WWE doesn't care about it. Yes, it's it's probably a, a good show on its own, but it doesn't... In the WWE universe, you might say. Yes. It's on the probably the lowest of lows, maybe compared to... Maybe it's a little higher than WWE UK just because they actually get on the takeover or they get on the pay-per-views. Yeah. But... But, okay, it was a good match. Good for them. De not going to watch 205 Live, but they got my respect. It was fun. What would it take for you to watch 205 Live? Uh, honestly, probably they have to just bring up a bunch of people from NXT. Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano. You just really just put a shit ton of people on that show, and then I'll watch it. But okay. for right now, I mean, who's their biggest star at the moment? I would say it's, I would say it's Buddy Murphy and Cedric Alexander. E exactly, and... We've seen Buddy Murphy's doing a good job over there. Cedric Alexander's been defined down already back when yeah. the Cruiserweight division was on Raw and they didn't do anything except for have good 10-man tags for 10 minutes. Yeah. So uh, next up we have the men's tag team match, Team Raw versus Team SmackDown. Samoa Joe really over with the crowd. He's the hometown boy. He gets cheered, but Ronda Rousey does not. And Samoa Joe starts off the match, and everyone is excited. And then Drew McIntyre pins him in a minute, and the crowd chanted bullshit. Not happy with that. I honestly think fucking they sh Drew should have tapped within that first minute. And then on the way out, he Claymore kicks Joe and Dolph. I, I think that would have been a better exchange was, you know, tap him out. Everyone cheers, and then a Claymore kick, and Dolph pins him, and that's it for Joe. That, to me, would have been a better sequence. Maybe. Maybe. So, uh, just kind of going through the motions. It's a lot of commotion going on here. Just trying to see if I can go through who gets eliminated. Finn Balor eliminates Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio hit a 619 on Braun. Did he, hit an, he hit another 619, hit a frog splash. So Ray got some good spots in. Yeah. A good showing from him. He was very over. Local crowd again from San Diego. A lot of uh, Hispanics love Ray Mysterio. Everyone loves Ray Mysterio. He was over. Studio audience does not love Ray Mysterio. Why not? I don't know. Would the studio audience like to defend herself? Why don't you like Ray Mysterio? You didn't like him, and then by the end of the match, you said he he's a little cute. He's kind of cute. Well, yeah, she was did. in a different state of mind. We're not going to talk about okay. that, Dominic. Uh, so... Rey Mysterio, do you think the uh, any cause for concern? He got eliminated pretty easily, but that's just kind of that's that's what happened to the entire SmackDown team. So I think it's more of a bigger picture issue than. I think the bigger issue for me is why Braun Strowman continues to just lay waste to everyone. I think, yeah, I think SmackDown should have won and should have been before they eliminate Shane. Braun's about to, you know, pin him, and McIntyre tags in, and Braun goes berserk and, you know, destroys everything and everyone, and then walks out, gets kind of out, and then Shane just crawls, pin, crawl, pin, crawl, pin. I think that's what should have happened. Uh, so the big thing... The big thing? The oh, my voice. I too much talking. The, uh, the big spot that Shane got to do uh, that happened before Rey Mysterio got eliminated. This was kind of... Rey in SmackDown was... Um, was getting Raw the business because Shane McMahon, they were able to all beat up on Braun Strowman. They put Braun Strowman on one of the announce tables. Shane McMahon does his flying elbow drop. Hits it pretty cleanly. I got to yeah. admit, yeah. when, he, when he, he does good, he does good. One of the better ones. He, I mean, he only has a couple moves he can actually do. He gives Braun Strowman the elbow drop, and that basically counts Braun Strowman out for a long time. He, 
he gets his, his stuff in early, he takes a nap during the middle, and then he comes in and raises hell at the end. Yep. Pretty much what you would expected. So during that time, that's when SmackDown kind of got their offense in. Shane did coast-to-coast uh, -coast on Dolph Ziggler in one corner, and then he did – he tried to do one on Bobby Lashley, right? Yeah. And then Bobby Lashley got pulled out or so, something happened to where – That's when Braun came back into the match. Okay, so – yeah, so the first Coast to Coast, I took a video of it, and I wasn't really looking at how good it looked, but then after further review, he kicked Dolph Ziggler like, in the stomach, and he landed about a foot too short. Not one of his best Coast to Coast, probably because Shane was blown up at this point. Yeah, well. And he gave, I, once again, you can't tell from how far we were, but Shane gave, I think it was Dolph, a nasty-looking back elbow, and I don't know how, if it hit clean or what happened, but... I would not be surprised if Dolph was seeing stars after that. Yeah, well, it's Dolph Ziggler. I don't really care about Dolph it, Ziggler. It's no. either Shane McMahon's punches look too fake or they're too good and they actually he's actually punching somebody like Nia Jax. Oh, Nia Jax. Uh, so then, as you said, Braun Strowman comes in, cleans house. Or they didn't. I don't know. Yes. Yeah. Shane McMahon eliminates Dolph Ziggler. Blah, blah, blah. We already talked about Finn's studio audience. Yeah, Finn eliminated... Oh, well, Finn did do a double stomp on Miz, I believe, and he fell yes. straight on his ass. There you go. So, uh, Finn posted on Instagram, and he also complained that he did not like wearing a t-shirt, which I did... It is kind of stupid. Like we, With I all got, the ladies agree. Well, everybody agree. I don't think... Why does every wrestler have to be wearing a freaking t-shirt? Brock Lesnar wasn't wearing the fucking Raw t-shirt. Daniel Bryan was wearing a SmackDown t-shirt. Exactly, because it's the main Ronda event. Ronda Rousey wasn't wearing one, but Charlotte was. No, yeah, she was. Ronda had like a little Raw thing on, on the back. It said Raw. Bitch. So she was. It, I don't understand why they have to do that. It, it, it looks corny, and it might even mess up with the wrestlers' feng shui. They're used to always wrestling in certain gear, and then you put a t-shirt on them. It maybe restricts their arms and restricts their movement and whatever like that. I think we get the idea. They can put on red trunks. The other people put on blue trunks. Yeah. We know who's on what team. I agree. Paige Avenue. Shout out Paige. Did not get to see Paige live. Nope. Only backstage segments. Uh, Braun, so uh, Shane eliminates Dolph Ziggler. And then that's when Braun Strowman comes in, clears house, eliminates your boy Jeff Hardy. Oh, God. Eliminates, or sorry, Rey Mysterio eliminated Finn Balor. I was reading it backwards. So Rey Mysterio eliminated Finn Balor with the 619 into the Eddie Guerrero frog splash. And so then SmackDown was kind of building some momentum, but then Braun Strowman came in and did Braun Strowman things, eliminating Jeff Hardy, and then eliminating Rey Mysterio, eliminating Miz and Shane all alone, one on three. He, he gave it his best effort, but it just wasn't enough. Braun Strowman puts Old Yeller out of its misery. Team Raw wins in 24 minutes. Kind of a short match if you think about it compared to other uh, tag team matches, but this was not the main event, so they didn't have to go long in that sense. I just can't believe that the best in the world couldn't handle three wrestlers. I know, it's a damn shame. So Braun Strowman beats Shane McMahon, leaving Braun Strowman... Uh, Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley being the survivors. So the big names that you would expect. I thought uh, Lashley could have been one of the people to get eliminated on the Raw side, but yeah. he is getting a little bit of a push now with the whole uh, Leo Rush yeah. situation. So I guess that's a good sign for Bobby Lashley, but basically all the big guys that you think Vince loves are the guys who got protected and did not get eliminated. You know, they need to trade Finn to SmackDown and let him – gain that WWE championship. That's what they need I to do. I do agree that if I would have been in favor of even like a Daniel Bryan versus or a Daniel Bryan Finn Balor trade just straight up one for one. Yeah. Daniel Bryan can get a fresh new look on Smack on Raw. He can change his gimmick up a little bit. Not full fledged heel, but just change something up cuz I felt the whole thing was stale and both of them they are not in this situation they could have been, but what do you, hopefully Ray or Finn does some some good things down Isn't the line. Is the trade coming up again? Uh, you, I don't know. The uh. superstar, the superstar shakeup usually comes like two or three weeks after WrestleMania, so they can really. Yes, oh. I'm, I'm pretty. They sure. did it twice a year. Fe feels like twice a year. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, Charlie Caruso 
interviewed Seth Rollins and informed him that it will be a Intercontinental Championship match. Seth Rollins versus Dean Ambrose did not announce for uh, it was announced for TLC, but not announced if it was going to be a TLC match. Yeah, TLC will be in San Jose, and it kind of looks like we're going to the show. Well, we are, and we're gonna get good seats better than NXT. You know, maybe if you give me a heads up, maybe I'll slide you some Venmo money and we can get actual front row ringside seats. Oh, so you're actually going to start using Venmo because now I have to pay you for A's access. Yeah. Okay. 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 So your expectations for this, do you think it would be a TLC match or just straight up? Uh, chairs match. Just a chairs match. Chairs match. Okay, just a chairs match. You heard it here first, folks. The video package for Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair. Ronda versus Charlotte. Ronda Rousey gets booed in her home area. Charlotte Flair super over. You already kind of talked about it. Do you think it was just they – was it more they don't like Ronda or we're cheering for Charlotte because Becky Lynch is kind of Charlotte? That's that's pretty much – that's – the main reason I think if if there's any other circumstance why Becky didn't wrestle oh maybe she tweaked a toe or something or whatever I think probably the whole match would have been taken over by the crowd but if if she chose Asuka if she chose Lana or whoever it was would they have gotten the same response as Charlotte or is it because Charlotte and Becky have that history or they like Charlotte that much I think it's the history on top of the fact that Becky chose her, and it was like, we're only cheering you right now because of Becky. So if Paige took it upon herself to pick, you think it would have been differently? Maybe. I'm ve- you A know, little I, bit. Not I would, much. I would have loved to like take a poll from the crowd and like ask every single person, like, why Charlotte and not Ronda Rousey? Because I, I have been saying Ronda has been showing some heel tendencies lately, and maybe that all culminated to this show. It's going to be interesting to see what happens on Raw today, how she reacts to it. She did not look very happy. Don't know if that was work or shoot, if she was angry at the crowd or just playing up her character because of what happened in the match. It's, uh, Charlotte, or Ronda, prone to having some temper tantrums from yes. time to time. Yes. Uh, so let's get into the match itself. Good back-and-forth action. It was kind of a sloppy match, but in a good way. It felt kind of real. It didn't feel... Like yeah. a regular wrestling orchestrated match. And that's kind of how Ronda Rousey's matches have been feeling lately. Even the Nikki Bella match. There's ugly spots in there, but it looks like a real fight. Huh? What? You're talking to me? Your, your thoughts. You know, if I pause, you can jump in if you want. Well, it's kind of hard to hear you. Just you just don't have to interrupt me. Yeah, it's kind of hard to hear you because, you know, I'm driving and you're in the back seat, not in the front seat. Uh, well, I was told I was going to sit in the front seat, but then someone took it upon themselves to say, nope. Yeah. And I can hear you in my ear, so I can hear you perfectly fine. Exactly, but uh, no, I, um, I I was not a fan of this match until the end. Why? Um, because to me. Now, what do, you mean, what do you mean the end? Do you mean the finish or the finishing sequence? The finishing. The, fin- the finish. The finish. The finish. Finish. She lays the bitch out with the kendo stick. Yes. Okay. So what? Why didn't you like? I didn't. I don't like the. I like how. Okay. What you said. How you stated. It was a sloppy match, but that's made it look feel more like it was a real match or something like that. I don't like that. I, I much rather have it been kind of, you know, looked a lot more choreographed. Um, but, I mean, I'll give it to Rhonda. She, she, she held her own. But when Charlotte took that kendo out and just smacked her right in the tummy, Boy, oh boy, did I stand up and start cheering for Charlotte. You know, when I pause, you, you can interject. Well, I was trying to think about if I should just go back to the match or if we should just go right into the finish. So, as you said, Charlotte... Well, what, what is there to go over with the match? There's nothing, really. It's just a, It was just back and forth, you know, and then, boom, Charlotte attacks. Am I not right? Am I not right? Yes. So... It was I'm not? Pretty, pretty much, I said yes. I said, am I not right? You said yes. Dominic, don't be a dick. You said you can hear me in the ear. Uh, just because I can hear you doesn't mean I'm listening to you. Oh, okay. So, uh, Charlotte, she gets out to ringside. Rhonda goes to get her. 
Ronda Rousey busted up in the mouth due to some sort of face to turnbuckle action. So we get we get more blood in the women's division. Yay. This whole Becky Ronda feud is just full of blood. Is that payback? Oh yeah, it's it's a definitely a receipt. And so Ronda goes to attack Charlotte outside, but then Charlotte gets the kendo stick, whacks her in the stomach, whacks her in the back, throws her into the the ringside steps. Whacked her in the head too by accident, I think. We, I can't see. I'm too far away. What are you but, talking about? I said she got whacked in the head too by accident. Yeah, but I couldn't see from that far. Oh. I, was, I wasn't looking at the Tron. I was, like, looking. I was trying to watch it live. I can watch it on a TV when I get home, Dominic. I'm sorry. I want to be in the moment. But anyways, the crowd pops huge, chanting yes. They were just in love with this. And me, I was I was cheering for Ronda the entire time, me and maybe five other people in the arena. Yeah. So I, I w- I'm not going to s- – I was sitting there watching, not because I was – like angry, like oh my god, why did Charlotte do this? I just wanted to just take it in and soak up the crowd, and just kind of wanted to listen of how they were reacting to this. Cause I, I was, I was shocked just to the from the beginning to the end of how, I don't know if I'd say how over Charlotte was, just how people, how not over Ronda Rousey was with the crowd. Do you think people have started to realize that Ronda is not a wrestler yet? And she's just still a... But she's had, like, the greatest rookie season of all time. Yeah, and let's be honest. If she wasn't Ronda Rousey and she was just a nobody off the street, she would be a fucking jobber right now. Well, there's the Brazilian, like, black belt judo girl down in NXT, and I've seen maybe a dozen matches with her, and none of her matches have been as close as whatever the worst Ronda Rousey match has been. So it's not that it's because she's Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey is Ronda Rousey because she's very athletic. She's charismatic. She's really good. She is not charismatic. She's charismatic in her own way. She is horribly uncharismatic. How is she not? She's real. No, she's not. How? I very much just, well, coming from somebody who actually watched her on UFC and knows how she actually is, I, that's how she is. She is awkward, and she's like kind of, she's kind of weird. You know, I, I just don't see in her, to me, she's very monotone. To me, she's very, um, how, do I, how do I explain it? I just don't, I don't, I can't see her going to a, like a, be, okay, I can't see her being the, the only reason I don't see her being the face of the company, of the women's division, is the fact that, to me, she cannot put together a great match. The reason she is holding that title, the reason she is undefeated, is the fact that I, she I, is Ronda I, Rousey. She is the former UFC Women's Champion. She's, uh, you know, a, a big name star. She's the John Cena. That's the only reason why she's holding that title. I think I would disagree that she can't put together a great match. I think the Nikki Bella match was really good. I thought the match that WrestleMania was the best match on but, that show. But WrestleMania. You had Triple H and Kurt Angle who were holding that thing together. Were they? Yeah, they were. The, the, the only the exciting parts of the match was when Ronda Rousey came in, and the the pop of the night was might have been when Ronda Rousey gave Triple H a judo throw. A judo throw. Ooh. Why? You, I can throw why you Triple hate? H in a judo throw. Uh, no, you can't. Yes, I could. Maybe now because he doesn't have a fucking his the right side of his body doesn't work. <laughs> I'm just saying, I you can't throw a NXT rookie in there with Ronda Rousey. Ronda could not carry that person. All Ronda could do is throw her around and do her Ronda stuff. If Ronda needed, if they but said Ronda, we want you, you to say put her Gold, over. But you can say the same thing for Goldberg, Ultimate Warrior. They got super over, and they. I'd say Ronda Rousey's a better wrestler than. I think I think Ultimate you can't Warrior really is. compare it to Ultimate Warrior though, because it was a different era. But it's. A okay. different era, and, and, and the the fans of of the WWE are a lot smarter sometimes. And, and sometimes I think this crowd was really stupid. I, that's why I said sometimes. You know, you have the internet fans, you have the the true fans, you have the the I'm only going here because my friend's taking me kind of thing. I'm well, like only you? going to see Ronda. Like you know. You? What? You only came because your friend made you. Uh, I didn't have to go, which then you would went by yourself, and you wouldn't know how to place to say. Huh. You know, like we did when check out, it was the Hopson room. Thank party. you very much. Party, Hopson whatever. Party. 
But, anyways, I digress. Ronda Rousey got her ass whooped by Charlotte. So, on to Charlotte, or Charlotte whooping Ronda Rousey's ass. She just kept giving it to her. She went for the kendo stick. She put her in the stairs. She hit her with the tape. She hit her with the chair and blah, 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 blah. Then she puts the chair. She tries to do the... I don't know if there's like an actual word for it, but she puts Rhonda, or she tried to put Rhonda's head. Try to in, break her freaking neck. In the middle of the chair, and she couldn't exactly do it right. I didn't know if she was going to do the gimmick where she jumps off the top rope, but she just stomped on it. And the crowd was going bananas for the entire, sh- the entire thing. Was this supposed to be a heel turn for Charlotte? Because that's how I felt. I thought this was supposed to be a heel turn for Charlotte. You flip-flop Becky and Charlotte, have Becky be a face, have Charlotte be the heel. But I think WWE just kind of, like me, overestimated how over Ronda was going to be with this crowd. I mean, I also kind of think maybe it was, you know, the way that Charlotte could play it off is to say, hey, you know, I didn't want to take the pleasure of making Ronda tap. I wanted to make her hurt. I want you to make her tap at WrestleMania. So, you know, I got a feeling they could play it off with that type of feel for it, not just I want to be a bad guy. You know what I mean? I think they can they can use it into an angle that could kind of heel turn Charlotte, but yeah, it can also be like, look, you obviously would have won that match against Char- against Ronda Becky. I want you to 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 be the one to end. Ronda streaker, you know what I mean? Like they can use it against, they can use it in good and bad. So coming out of this onto SmackDown, what what does Charlotte do? Does she try to turn the crowd against her? This is almost kind of a carbon copy of what they try to do with Becky in Survivor Series. She looks like a heel turn, but the crowd popped huge. Is is this going to be the exact same thing with Becky? She turns heel and then she's going to be hotter than she ever was. Mm, probably not. Do you think you do this, you do this Charlotte heel turn to possibly have Charlotte and Becky go after it? Roles reversed, you get the title off Becky somehow for her to challenge Ronda Rousey. Like, how, what, what is that? How does this relate back to Becky since Becky is technically the SmackDown champion? I mean, the only thing I can think of doing is maybe. <sighs> unless, unless if they do. Something where you just strip her of the title, and then that's what I was honestly ho- God. I was just about to say that that you can strip her of it. Say maybe she's not medically cleared, or maybe she had to have surgery on her nose or something like that, and then comes back at War Rumble, wins the match, and challenges Ronda. I mean, it, it does play perfectly. Maybe you do something to where Charlotte is by that point at Royal Rumble a full-fledged heel and Becky's like, "I picked you because I knew you could beat her, and yet you didn't because you." You know, you got in your head or you do something to where Becky yeah. kind of she has a reason to pick either or. But then in the end, maybe she picks Ronda because I who knows what they can. They're smart. Well, yeah. sometimes they're smarter than me. Sometimes. Sometimes. But I'm interested to see what's what way too early prediction before SmackDown or Raw happens. What is the women's championship match for SmackDown at TLC? Got to wait and find out. Is it a tournament final or is it Becky Lynch defending? I don't know. We'll have to stay tuned and find out. So afterwards, Ronda Rousey just sitting there in the middle of the ring. Crying, little and bitch. All, and everybody's just, or all the producers, and everybody's just trying to help her up, and she kind of refuses to. Maybe kind of what happened with Triple H at WrestleMania all those years back where he was trying to get the sympathy, and the crowd was having none of it. Yep. And the, she walks out, boo-boo face and everything. I think she got into it with a fan or something. I couldn't exactly see what was going on or with that. Or said, you're not the man. She's probably like, I am the man. And I know it's Becky Lynch. Your name's not Becky Lynch. And then Rhonda looks off into the sunset, and why are you so close to this van, Dominic? You got to be two seconds behind them. Are, are, you, are you telling me how to drive right now? Yes. Cause last I'm trying time to get we, home. Last, right, pal? Yes, last time we did a podcast on the road, we almost got into an accident. Multiple accidents. Well, one was almost um, one. The first one was much closer than the second one was. Look at your point. That's Focus on the podcast, boy. You're not driving, boy. I'm older than you. I don't care if it's your birthday. Yes, it is Dominic's birthday today. So everyone, wish Dominic a happy birthday. You want my? You want me to call my mom? She can sing me the song again. It was so beautiful. Thank and then you. she just after you called her, then your radio just shitted out, and we couldn't figure out how to work it. Oh my God! Here we go. No, I don't want to get into it. 
Good. Don't, don't want to do that. Um, what? Last thing on Ronda. What does Ronda do on Monday? I say she. I say she turns on the crowd. She goes full fledged heel. I said she says, screw you guys for not supporting me. Screw you guys. Screw you guys. And then I say someone comes out and says, screw them. No, they're the they're the reason you're here, Rhonda. Like, like who's a good but, but Natalia? Maybe Natalia comes out, tries to convince her, hey, you know, you screwed, you screwed the pooch, not them. And then she attacks Natty, and then there's your TLC match right there, Rhonda versus but Natty. Te- but technically, since Nia did win the Evolution uh, Battle Royal, she is the number one contender. At least that's what they keep telling us. You know, Nia doesn't deserve it after she brutally attacked Becky. But, that, but that's the thing now that if Ronda is going to get all this heat from what happened yesterday, and then you have Nia Jax, who probably has even more heat with her, is it just going to turn into a complete shit show if they try to put these two together and fight? Probably. Well, if you put Nia versus Ronda right now, who do you vote for? Who do you go for? I think people would pick Ronda just because Ronda didn't break their favorite wrestler's face. True. But she did say some mean things about their favorite wrestler, so True. it might just be a takeover shit show where we get a wave and a CM Punk chant. Yeah, well, we'll have to wait and find out. We have the main event of Survivor Series. Dominic, did you think this was going to be the main event? The... The, men's, the actual main event? I thought it was, but... I... I thought, oh, it's just going to depend on what the finish was. I thought the roles would have been reversed. Ronda would have won clean. There would have been a some sort of gimmicky finish with the men's match. But nope, Brock Lesnar ends up defeating Daniel Bryan. No shit. Of course, everyone knew that was going to happen. I had my I had my hopes that Dan, I didn't think Daniel Bryan was going to win. There was points during the match where I thought I'd talk myself into it. But being honest, I thought they would do some sort of DQ finish or something where AJ gets involved. No AJ, no Becky crowd. Yeah. He's probably disappointed in that. But back to the match. Dana Bryan comes out first wearing all black, teases the yes chant, doesn't do it, and he comes out, his long hair's all watered. He, It's kind of the same. It's the same look he's always had. Kind of like a grungy Daniel Bryan. Yes, it, it, it's the same look, but he just felt different. He was just walking around. He did his bear crawl, and he, like... I was in love with Dana. I fell in love with Dana Bryan again during this entrance. He just, I, know, I, I, I love just the swagger that he had. And I'd never seen Dana Bryan on the indie scenes as a heel. But I I loved what Daniel was doing in that pregame. Yeah. That's it? That's all? Just yeah? Oh, no. I thought you were going to. That's it. Uh, oh, that's just, all you just, had? What do you think of Dana Bryan? Since this is kind of the first time we've seen him as a heel since his actual heel turn. I mean, I I. I, I was digging it a little bit. Um, I think... I, I just felt like... Dan- they need to change the music. You can't have him come out with that and not expect people to yes chant him or no chant him. You can't no chant. Well, you can do you can do a remix. You can do some sort of like... Maybe not full-on Shinsuke remix, but you can do something to where it's kind of a more... It's more bassy and not as up-tempo. Well, and then that's what they need to do because that's the thing is you have him kick AJ Styles in the dick and he attacks him after the match when he wins the WWE Championship and then you expect him to come out to the Yes Chant song? No. It's you, Flight of the Valkyries, Dominic. Whatever. It's a very classic song. Whatever. I don't care. I'm just saying I, I was digging the look. I was digging the 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 expressions that he was get, uh, given off. But when it, you look at that and you hear the music, it's kind of like I don't – I kind of want to – you know, I want to get behind this guy. Yeah, yeah. It's like no, no. Well, well, coming from the person who was wearing a yes, yes, yes shirt, I yes. was, I was not ready to do the yes chant because even I was kind of tired of it. I just felt like he was going through the motions, just kind of doing it. To I do remember it. you even yelled. You're like, "Don't do it, Daniel!" And he went, "Yes, yeah." And then he stopped. You're like, "Yeah, yeah." Fuck the yes chants. While I'm wearing a yes shirt, I should have just worn my nondescript Daniel Bryan t-shirts that I had, but I felt like going OG. Eh, whatever. Uh, Dan, uh, boat. Brock Lesnar comes out. He takes a little bit while to come out, but then eventually he does. Gets a very big pop from the crowd. I, I was. This was another match where I was shocked with what the crowd was uh, doing. They booed Daniel pretty heavily, and then they gave a big pop to Brock. I, but I think then during the match, they're booing Brock, cheering Daniel. Yes. So I think it was just because. This crowd, I cannot gauge what the fuck this crowd was doing. Yeah. They had a mind of their own. They, they booed Daniel. I think it was. Just because he turned on AJ, I think 
that's why yeah. they they did that, and then Brock got the star pop. So going into the match, they stall for a long time. They do laps around the ring. Dana Bryan goes out, then Brock Lesnar goes out. Dana Bryan hops back in, and it takes forever. Dana Bryan chops Bro uh, Brock down a little bit, but then Brock Lesnar finally catches Bryan, gives him, God, how I don't know how many suplexes he gives him, and it looked like he died. Especially those like first two suplexes he I gave him. I thought he was concussed. It was, he was dead. And I was just like, oh, well, there goes his career. And then he gives him an F5, one, two, picks him up, and then we thought we were just going to see a live murder on right in front of us. Yep. And the crowd was chanting same old shit, and they were just getting after Brock, and I was like, what the hell did you expect this match to be? Brock Lesnar, that's all he does. He suplexes and he F5s. Yep. And then Dana Bryan shows some lives. He, uh... Brock Lesnar goes for another F5, kicks the, or Brock, Dana Bryan kicks the referee. Then, since the referee was down, Brock Lesnar gets kicked in the dick. <laughs> and then he gets a running knee from Daniel. Very believable near fall. And Brock Lesnar kicks out. Dana Bryan has him on the ropes. They do some outside shenanigans. Go back and forth. Uh, the crowd was super behind Daniel. Daniel gets Brock in the yes chant for a long time. Starts stomping him in the head like what he was doing to AJ. Brock Lesnar finally makes his comeback, hits the F5, and beats Daniel. Really good match. I, I love this match. I don't, what I, I don't know if I would say best. Mm, fuck it, I'll say this was my favorite match of the show. Really? You didn't like the Shinsuke Seth match? I think I just li I like this more because this was so this was like just really compelling on so many different levels from the crowd response to the story it told of oh god they're just gonna bury Brock they're just gonna bury Brian yeah. this is the exact same thing they did it for uh, John Cena all those years ago yeah and then Daniel gets the comeback the crowd's behind him they wanted to see it and then they then Brock does it and then Brock Lesnar ends up winning and then the crowd. Ends up kind of siding with Brock Lesnar, but then they and then they boo Daniel Bryan. I was I, I don't know what to make yeah, of this. I mean, match. This match was all over the place. I, I, I wanted Brock to win just because I felt. I mean, who in that match to me, I felt Brock was more of the face just because of the fact that he's not on TV, and I know he's a heel because he's not on TV. He doesn't defend the title twenty four seven like. A real champion should, but the last image of Daniel Bryan I see is him getting kick, is kicking someone in the dick. So it's kind of like I kind of that's the reason why I wanted Brock to win. Um, I by far not my favorite match. My favorite match, of course, was Seth versus Shinsuke. It uh, you know that match was put together well, well, well put together. Yeah, Shinsuke could have done a little bit more, but um, but going back to Daniel Bryan and Brock Lesnar. It, you already knew Brock was going to win. Um, I know you stated in previous podcasts that is it the reason they gave Daniel the belt was to save AJ from eating a pin. I do feel like that's the a big reason Brandon Bryan got it. But Brandon Bryan? Brian, Brandon, Bell, Brown, Brown. Um, I felt like that's one of the main reasons why Daniel Bryan got the belt. But now I'm more nervous about what's going to happen on SmackDown and how long is Daniel Bryan going to hold that belt for. Well, that was also one of the reasons why Daniel. I was thinking, oh, maybe they're going to give Daniel Bryan the victory. Raw won every single match in terms of what WWE says yeah. on Survivor Series. So I was like, you know, give Daniel Bryan the win, have him beat Brock Lesnar. SmackDown at least has something to go home to. But nope, Brock Lesnar wins, nope. gets the whole thing for Raw, and clean sweep for them. So now SmackDown is definitely the B show after, after Survivor Series. And that's bullshit to me but whatever that's why Dominic me. why is it bullshit uh, it's just I'm just tired of Rob always being on top you know what I mean well by this time next year Smackdown will be on Fox and all the big stars will be on Smackdown and maybe Smackdown will run the table on Raw next year because eh. we're going to go next year right where's it going to be at uh, if they announce it at LA maybe mm. if they announce it at LA and it's before Thanksgiving or does that be after Thanksgiving I don't know I got to wait and see. Because if it's after Thanksgiving, we can just go Black Friday and, you know, basically be like the same thing. We'll see. We'll see. We'll we see. We'll see about that. That will do it for us for today, Dominic. Any lasting remarks? I know the beginning of Survivor Series 
was not your favorite, but how did you like the Staples Center? How did you like just the the area? It uh, area was fine. I mean, we stayed in the JW Marriott, literally two minutes from the Staples Center, so we literally just walked down to the lobby and through the back entrance. I go out the back entrance, and we're pretty much at the Staples Center. Um, you know, quite a bit of homeless people. Not but a, I mean, come on, not a, we we live in the Bay Area. We know what homeless people look like. There's a lot more. We know what ho- we've seen homeless encampments. I yes, but I don't have them walk outside my lobby and I'm you know the ho- out of all the hotels I've stayed in, in my life, I've never actually stepped outside and see a homeless man sitting right there. So, but other than that, and besides almost dying from the Starbucks because their alarm wouldn't shut up and we didn't know what was going on, they heard someone we need to evacuate, but you know, whatevs. Um, I, I would say my weekend from Friday leaving my house in San Lorenzo to right now, we're on five, somewhere, this is 99? Oh. We took the wrong freeway. Whatever. We're going, we're going to Reno now. We're going to Reno now. going to go drunk and gamble and hookers. Um, from No, hookers gamble, then get drunk. Oh, okay. To forget all the pain and shame we just went through. Ah, true. Okay. Yes. Um, but to this point right now, um, I would say out of a 1 to 10 rating, because, you know, just, just want, I want to do something a little different now, I would say everything, I would say this whole weekend, this whole trip was probably a solid 7 to 8. Um, I could see a strong 7 to a light 8. There were some down points. There were some high points. It could have been better. But it definitely could have been a lot worse. And, you know, I, I know I jokingly I fucked with you saying, like, our NXT seats sucked and all that. All in all, the seats were great. Um, if it wasn't War Games, if there was just one seat, it, if there was one ring, it would have been a lot better. It would have been 100% better, but I don't hold that against you because it's not, you know, it's the stable Center. You can't, it's, it's hard to, dis, to define what the seats are. You know, it was SAP Center. I know for a fact you could, you could have picked out each seat and been like, this is the perfect seat for us. Um, so I, I, don't, I appreciate what you do for us. Um, and, you know, uh, the studio audience and, and us, um, and you us. know, <laughs> got, uh, you know, it was a little awkward checking in a hotel, you know, had the dudes at the front desk looking like, all oh, they're about to run a train, but that was not the situation. Well, we show up in a dirty ass F-150 when everyone's bringing in Beamers and clean ass hybrids. Yeah. And, and, then, and, we then, show up and, and then you're too scared to, like, put everything in the truck on the fucking luggage cart. So then we have to go all the way down to valet and wait. And then you have to bring your fucking sleeping fan with you. Yes. Hey, don't bring the sleeping fan into this. Sorry. The sleeping fan didn't do anything wrong. It did it may help us sleep, right? Yep. Yep. Didn't help me at all. Just yeah. let me freeze my dick off. <laughs> yeah, we had the AC on the whole time, too. And who's sleeping next to the AC? <laughs> you. Exactly. You know, whose dumbass is the one that... Can I get a cot? Yeah, thank God, because I would have been sleeping... On the couch, I would have been comfortable as hell. Well, every single night of sleep was progressively getting better until when I went to go get up and my I had a shooting pain running from the back <laughs> of my neck all the way down to the middle of my back. And then I was like, God damn it, that's what I get for having a decent night's sleep. It cost me some did, nerves. Did I snore again last night, by the way? Uh, somebody was snoring. Nah, it was Mary, okay. <laughs> Why do you blame me? Because you snore every night. No, I don't. You yes, know, the you studio audience should get tested for insomnia. She does. She should. She should. Because it's one, it's one thing if you, you snore occasionally, but when it's every single night, that's when you... Yeah. You need to get, you need to get checked out because you never know. That's how you die. That's how you die. You choke, you, you can't breathe, and then you're gone. Yep. So on that note... Everybody, you. get tested for sleep apnea. Yep, insomnia, sleep apnea, same shit, whatever. Whatever. So, thank you guys very much for listening. This is a record, one, maybe not a record-long podcast, but we went for an hour and five minutes, Dominic. For a, for a just recap? Talk, Jesus. Just a, This was a very interesting show. Maybe not the best show. We didn't even give like our grade for the actual show. Dominic, what did you think of the show overall? One to five? Sure, why not? For a Survivor Series. Yes. As a solid, as a, as a show, not experience. It's a show. A solid three and a quarter. I don't know if I'd I'd say three and a half. I know we're fighting over, you know, half a star, a quarter yeah. of a star. But I thought 
I did think you would have had a lot of fun for the women's tag match. It was just we all were just kind of fucking around and having a good time. But uh, overall, the crowd was super interesting. I thought it was a compelling show. Three and a half stars. I enjoyed myself. Got to go home. I'm watching TakeOver first because, let's be honest, I was, I was wasted for TakeOver. Still had a lot of fun. TakeOver was definitely a better show, right, Dominic? I would agree. That TakeOver was a better show than Survivor Series. People are saying it might be the best TakeOver of all time. Probably. Probably. I'm really excited to watch the Aleister Black match. Me too. Me too. Yep. Maybe we'll watch it together. Yeah, we can. Nah, I'm trying. I'm getting the fuck away from you. All right, whatever. I need a solid three days without you guys. All right, cool. See you, Black, see you on Black Friday. Maybe. Shopping? I don't know if I'm working or not, so. You're going you're gonna to work all night? Well, I, I would be going to bed early, not staying right. up to shop with you motherfuckers and fucking, you know. I mean, like, Black Friday, like, Friday. Like, afternoon after work? Yes. Yeah. Not. And Mary's working anyways. Not not Black Friday, like, you know. Thursday afternoon. Thursday at 4 o'clock. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. We will, di- we, will, we will discuss this off the air. Thank you guys very much for listening. Maybe we might have a separate podcast where it's some stories of some other stuff that happened not related to wrestling. Maybe, maybe not. Probably not because, you know, there's a lot of things that cannot be discussed. But that'll do it. We love all of you. Even though we might not show it, we, we still love you. Right, Dominic? No. Not all of them? No. Which ones don't we like? One of the cute ones. Only the cute ones? Yes. Because the cute ones get extra privileges, right? Yes, sir. (laughs) Thank you, guys. Goodbye and good night. Bang.